Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Well, hello and welcome along to a special special. The first of our special specials. Um, yes, you, you could say this is a companion piece to the normal episodes, couldn't you? Mm. I you prefer could. what you said you about <laughs> we're, we're calling this the adversary's adversary. Yeah, it's true, yeah. Mm. The, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Is yeah. that how it goes? Something like that. Right. Yeah, the adversary of my adversary is my companion. Well, that works with yeah. some companions, yeah. but not others. Some you it would does. want as yeah. a... And we're, and we're not talking about the Firefly companion terms. No. We're talking about Doctor Who companions. Are we still, can we still call them companions? And, I, don't I don't think that's become un-PC fam. yet. No, yeah. not fam. Well, that, oh, no, yeah, no, not, not fam. fam. The, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Because um, there was a... Uh, I remember sort of sometime in the 80s, there was a bit of controversy that that companion was demeaning and they should be assistants. But that sounds more like you get in boots, don't it? Yeah, yeah. Or you should be in a lab coat. You know? Yeah, like a yeah, brown lab coat. Like uh, Eddie Hitler in that uh, bottom episode. Um, yeah, so companions. I mean, I've always known them as companions, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what, what is wrong with companion? I mean, what else are you going to use if it's not assistant? Partners doesn't yeah. sound right, no. does it? Associate. Mates. Yeah, mates is good. Yeah. Well, doesn't it say, because Sarah Jane and one of them, the doctor introduces Sarah Jane as his best friend. Yeah. Friends, nice. Yeah, yeah, friends. Yeah. The doctor and Ralph friends. Oh, it's Tegan. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> well, we're not talking Tegan today. We're, we're, no, we're no, firmly no. set in the 60s for this inaugural uh, special special. Um, and so, yeah, we're looking at the, the companions of the 1960s. And yes, black I, and white. Yes, the black and white companions. There's a show. Um, yeah. And no, that's no. got weird connotations. <laughs> Don't go there. And uh, I think you've got to take the lead here, Ian, because you know, yep. regarding sixties companions, I'm not as uh, familiar with them as you. Oh, I really? haven't experienced like you have. Um, you know, every story ever. I I haven't really delved into the the audio. Uh, you know, incarnations yeah. of the missing stories, and of course, that's where you get an awful lot of companions. Lots of stuff. companions, yeah, some of them. Yeah, um, so so have you? Deliberately, you, you, yeah, because you've you've not watched all of Doctor Who, so you've never watched it all sort of in order or no to no. get a feel for. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna have to pass over to you no, I, uh, as we go. I'll give, it a, I'll give it a good old college try. Let's have a college try. <laughs> if all I, right, I'll make something up. You know. Well, listener, what is what is truth and what is not in what Ian's going to be Am saying? Am I talking crap? <laughs> mm, well, I was thinking bollocks, but all right, crap will do. Yeah. So, uh, right, straight out of the gate then, a question for yes. you. Um, okay. Do we consider Susan to be a companion? Mm, that's a good one. Um, I would say from 
from the sort of the broadest sense, yes. But yeah, I mean, because she could she could literally be fam, couldn't she? Because mm-hmm. um, there is a there is a big debate as to whether she is the Doctor's granddaughter. And blah, blah, blah. I always go with yeah, she is. What difference does it make? Go with it. Um, but yeah, she that is that is interesting because there we'll find this in a few companions, especially in the sixties. Where are they companions? We perhaps we decide as we go along. But my vote, I'm happy. I'm happy that this is a, you know, this this is a uh, a democracy. So my vote would be yes, she is. Hmm. What w- would you say, so or? I would say so. I mean, I've yeah. always, you know, growing up and and learning of Doctor Who and everything, I had no reason to doubt that she wasn't his granddaughter. No, um, no. It's only again, sort of the fandom in the eighties that that got very serious and went, well, that, that implies the Doctor's had sex at some point. Well, you know, just because you hadn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think, I always think that she is, she is his granddaughter. I suppose it depends on what, what version we go with, doesn't it? Because uh, if we go with the film version of Susan, mm-hmm. definitely his granddaughter. Mm. Yeah. All right, so Susan's there. Um, yes, TV Susan. Um, yeah, TV Susan. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say, what we'll be doing in all this is we'll be discussing them in the <laughs> order that they uh, appear on the show. So yes. she, if she's a companion, she's the very first companion we ever see then, isn't she? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, you see her before you see Barbara, don't you? Because they're talking about her. Because Barbara comes in and says um, to Ian... Uh, and Ian goes, well, have you got a problem? Let me guess, Susan Foreman. And then uh, we see her yes. first in flashback. Oh, yes. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, from, from from Susan onwards, we'll talk about them in, yes. in order. Yeah, in order. Yeah. Um, now, I, I know from, you know, comments you've made during the history of this show, you're not that keen on no. Carol Ann Ford as an actor. No, I mean, it's, it's really weird. To, we'll find this on a few of these companions where... They, they either, outside of Doctor Who, were deemed as really good actors, um, or people say these these are great. I've never found her particularly believable as an actress, um, especially in this. I've seen her in a couple of things outside of this. I mean, she's in she's briefly in Dale Triffids, the film. Um, she doesn't do a lot in it, so it's hard to tell. But... I think she's very good in this first story in An Unearthly Child and The Cavemen One Afterwards if you don't lump it all together. But she rapidly goes downhill for me to the point where she she of the three she's by far uh, of the three companions she's by far the weakest of this mm-hmm. yeah. of this group. Can you think of a point where, you know, the rot set in and you go, Oh yeah, no, she's no, I'm not interested think- anymore. I think the last, the last, sort of bit where they gave her something to do that she seemed interested in was probably the sensorites. I think it's all downhill from there. Mm. Um, but I, it's not even the fact that her character becomes, you know, I mean, she goes from being this meant to be this very, very mysterious alien creature to ah, uh, she's a sixties teen. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, she could have. For most of her stories, she could have just wandered off the the street into the TARDIS from the 1960s, and the character wouldn't need to change at all. Yeah, she's not that unearthly, really, <laughs> is no, she? No, no. She's a very earthly child. Um, which does <clears throat> uh, beg the question, on her backstory, how long has the Doctor and Susan been in the 60s? 
because she seems very, very at ease. She's got all the lingo. So you, you, it feels like she's been there a while. Not since junior school age, surely. Well, I mean, if she's if she is a time lord lady, we don't know that she is fifteen. She might be a hundred, and that's teenage for a time lord. Yeah. Um, I mean, she couldn't have been in the sixties for a hundred years, but but she seems very, very okay with, with Earth, doesn't she? Much more than the Doctor. Hmm. You know, you get the feeling the Doctor hasn't, you know, hasn't been in the sixties long, and he doesn't appreciate it. Um, but yeah, she she's uh, she rapidly outstays her welcome, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I I much prefer the younger film Susan. Oh really? Yeah, which is weird because normally I I detest child actors in yeah. stuff. Yeah, child actors. But uh, Roberta Tovey, I think, is a much better actress even then, and I think she's a much more interesting and likable character than the TV Susan. Okay. Um, question for you again: In the yeah. annuals, the yes. doctors—they're uh, his grandchildren, aren't they? In are they? <clears throat> well, the, well, the Doctor uh, in the annuals, the, they they only had the rights to the Doctor character or Doctor Who, just to annoy people. Um, they didn't didn't pay for the companions until Patrick Troughton's annual run. Um, so so William Hartnell, he either was travelling alone and would meet people in the, the adventures, or he he travelled with a couple of kids in I think two stories in the first one. I think the 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 grand kids you're thinking about are in the TV comic. Oh, so he, he right. had he had John and John and someone But that wasn't they, Susan. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't Susan. It was right. two, John and Gillian. Because, again, they didn't want to pay for the rights. Okay. Alright, um, I gotcha. So it's very complicated. If you depends what you consider canon, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Alright. Um with Susan I mean, you know, yeah. she was there in the very first story. Her last story is uh, Dalek Invasion of Earth. Yes. Where um, you say she's very uh, au fait with uh, all the trappings of Earth. And, well, she stays there, doesn't she, in the 22nd she does, century? Yeah. Well, there, a lot of people have pointed out that that she's not a Time Lord for this reason, that the Doctor uh, is happy to leave her on Earth with, with a normal human that's going to age and die... Um, but what a lot of people seem to forget or retcon is um, the Doctor was human at this point, pretty much. Yeah. The, you know, there was no concept of Time Lords, two hearts, long Regeneration. Regenerations, anything. So, so I don't see that as a, a as a good reason to say she's not related to the Doctor. All right. He does seem very, very easily keen to get rid of her, though. Well, he practically locks her out, yeah. doesn't he? He locks her out yeah, the TARDIS. He does, yeah, he does. Uh, I mean, it's quite quite a nice scene. But yeah, he locks her out the TARDIS because he, he thinks that she will follow him out of a sense of duty to the Doctor. And he's like, no, you go and live your life. Um, I mean, it's a bummer if she changed her mind, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and he never goes back to visit her. Well, not yet that we know no. of. But, but I thought what we'll do with all of these... Uh, companions in all of these specials we do um uh i ask you do you think they should come back or not and oh, right. what i mean by that is i mean next year we got the 60th anniversary 
thing and we know you know the 10th doctor's back and there's all going to be special we know tegan's yeah. back we know ace's back and stuff if they you know could do what they do with you know uh the mandalorian and and what they're doing on the star wars tv shows and they can de-age somebody or you know cgi them each one of these companions yeah. Do you think it would be good for them to appear or come back at some point? W would you like to see a story where the Doctor m goes and finds Susan or bumps into Susan or something? I I think the only the only time I would like to see it, and I don't necessarily think. I mean, obviously, um, it would be good to get uh, to get Caroline Ford, but she's getting on a bit, and you but you could write that into the story. But I think the only the only reason she should come back really is in if it was the final story mm -hmm. bookend it tie it together but I, I can't really see the point of bringing her back for one off oh look it's my granddaughter I'm off again I, it'd, be, it'd be very weird just to visit her I think yeah because then then it's like well where's she been through all the rest of this time you know yeah. when, when, when the doctors had all these crises and everything and she just turns up at the end to hold his hand as he pops off yeah, it, it would be very strange. I mean, you could you could do it as a contemporary story, and because the 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 actress that played her in the docudrama and also on the Big Finish series mm. of First Doctor ones, she's really good. She, to me, she's a better actress than Caroline Ford. Um, so I'd be happy to see her come back. But I think you'd have to do it in a quite a clever almost farcical way where the doctors doesn't they don't meet or oh, they just you know pass I mean? each other yeah. or something they're just passing yeah or the you know wandering through you could do something clever with that um but no i don't i think she's had her time it was a different program i'm not entirely sure she would fit in with the model all right so that's a no yeah especially oh. if she met the 13th doctor you imagine Grandfather, uh, uh, mother, um, oh. <laughs> yeah, all right. It must be a bummer getting birthday cards, Time Lords. It's it? got to be an open-ended sort of thing, oh, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. All right, what we're going to do with all these companions as well, Ian, and we won't do the votes out 10. I thought what we would do is we'll do what we do with our, you know, top 10 and bottom three stories, which we have our own right. individual placings, all right? So, oh, okay, okay, yeah, fair enough. So, I mean, yeah, I've, I've scored them all, so we can just go from that. Yes, um, all right, so, so okay, so Susan's just sat there by herself at the moment, all right? Yes, she's both... She's Schrodinger's companion. She's both top and bottom. <laughs> yeah, at the moment. But now we have the introduction of the next one, which is the first one, I guess, which is Barbara Wright. Barbara is, Wright, Is yes. technically the first companion we see in yes. the show. Jacqueline Hill. Jacqueline Hill, um, who was uh, quite a well-known actress at the time. Um, quite connected. Uh, her husband was a very famous playwright. Um, and um, a good actress, really good. I um, I like Barbara. I think she's a good character. She's she's sort of the Doctor's conscience in these early yeah. stories. Because um, obviously, the, <clears throat> if if you're if you've not seen the first Doctor, certainly from for a lot of season one, he isn't the hero. He's not it, on a lot of it. He's not even the main character in these mm -hmm. stories. Um, and Barbara's sort of there, not only as a, a, a viewer identification figure, 
but she's there also plays a very vital part she's his conscience she she i think of all each companion does change the doctor until he becomes what we know of him but barbara i think is very instrumental she she weirdly brings out his humanity and his compassion <clears throat> um and so she's vital i think as a companion do you think that's significant what you say there that's significant then that she is a a teacher is that something yeah, that's I, been put in for the children look this person knows yeah, what they're I, talking about and you know i think that's that's definitely right so it <clears throat> the the first doctor handbook um is great if you want to if you want to find out that, i mean because the docudrama was great fun but it's about as accurate as a poundland watch um <laughs> it's, it's it's not fact at all um and yeah so the the, the they wanted viewer identification figures and figures that children would know and trust and teachers i mean it's weird to think back then where teachers were seen as a pillar of the community yeah. and someone to trust and look up to as your heroes oh, it, was a, it was it was a simpler time mm. um so yeah i think <clears throat> the fact that they're both teachers um and they're both there to teach the doctor i mean it, ha it, it it's been in right from the beginning um that the doctor's learning through all this mm. um but yeah yeah she's she's a teacher in both senses of the word i think yes yes uh, are there any standout stories for you off the top of your head of um... um she's got she's got loads of really nice moments she unfortunately because it's the 60s she doesn't tend to get a lot of stories the aztecs is mm. is is rightly cited as her her you know, um, finest hour. Um, she's great in it, um, and it's a story revolving around her. But she does get a lot of really good moments. I love her her story to the Daleks in Dalek Invasion of Earth, where she's just making historic rubbish up. Um, she's great in it. But yeah, she she gets lots of stuff. But the Aztecs, I think, is my my favourite Barbara story. Right, she's just so good in it. And we've got, a, of course, we've got a classic. Barbara moment, the very first time we ever see a bit of a Dalek. Yes, yeah. It's she's, menacing Barbara, so she's gone into yeah. Doctor Who history, hasn't she? She has, yeah. So, I mean, we did mention on Susan that Susan, certainly at this point in the programme's history, she coined the term TARDIS, she named the TARDIS, mm -hmm. which oh, yes. was pretty much the Doctor's invention at this point. And yeah, Barbara, first one to meet the Dalek, first really scary cliffhanger, which you know, was a talk at a water cooler moment for the whole country, really. Mm. So, yeah, very, very instrumental, Barbara. All right. And um, um, very big hair. Oh. Yes, yes. Um, I, I always think about, you know, old Jacqueline and, and, and also, you know, <coughs> Carol Ann Ford. They, they all look older than they actually were. You know, Barbara it's, doesn't yeah. look the age that she actually was, does she, with that hair? No, I, I, always, um, I always find it weird when you read what the age, these characters' ages are meant to be, because I think Barbara's meant to be 22, and Ian's meant to be 25. And sadly, Barbara looks more like 42. She does. Oh, man. It um, doesn't do her any favours, yeah. does it? No, no. That, that sort of weird 1960s pilot on top of your head look really doesn't do any, her any favours. No. 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 Um, what about, I mean, she left at the end of the chase, didn't she? She and Ian. Yes, um, yeah. 
her and Ian are, are quite literally tied at the hip. <laughs> um, yeah, she leaves in the chase. Um, she gets a, a, a happy leaving. She gets back almost to her own time, give or take. We have that montage, uh, don't we, yes, of them having yeah. fun in, in London. It is. It's, lo it's lovely, because the, these are... These are pivotal companions. These set the template of what... I mean, you know, everyone goes, Ah, oh, Rose, Barrett, bollocks. It's Ian and Barbara are the blueprint for companions. Yeah. Um, and it's it's nice that they get a happy ending. And uh, I, I would love to see... Because um, we, we're going to discuss Ian as well, but I would love to see both Barbara and Ian back. Mm. Um, because of course it's it, in 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 canon now is that they didn't age after travelling in the TARDIS. They didn't age. They're very long lived, and they're still, you know, working at, at uh, universities and that. So it would be great. Would you have been happy if if she had come back and and had a cameo in uh, the Sylvester McCoy Dalek one? That would have been brilliant in yeah. the school, just somewhere in the background. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, um, she did. Come, the actress did come back to play a different character yeah. in uh, Megalos. But yeah, that would have been great. Just you know, the, the Doctor and Ace walk past a notice board, and there's a woman looking at it. And she just turns around, and it's Barbara. That would have been glorious stuff. Yeah, because of course Barbara doesn't know about regeneration, so she can't possibly know no. that that's the Doctor. No, exactly. Yeah. It, to her, it'd just be a strange little man. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've thought for another question for you for all these yes, different companions. Can you see Barbara and Susan? Um, can you see either of them working with any of the other doctors? Um, I mean, we we saw that when in the five doctors, when uh, Susan came back, she just didn't seem to work very well. I think, but because there's not a lot to her character. Her character is that she's the Doctor's granddaughter, so uh, unless she's working yeah. with with Doctor One or Doctor Four Hundred and Seventy Eight, depending on whether you're Chris Chibnall or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't, and yeah, I don't think Susan works. I could see Barbara working with other Doctors. Would he, if she hadn't left the show and carried on and into? Patrick Troughton's. Can you see her working with Patrick Troughton? Yeah, I could, I could see her working with Troughton. I would have loved to have seen her sparring against uh, Capaldi. If, if, if can you imagine if, if they could do it? They can't. But if they could, like, have a, an AI CGI Barbara in the episode where he was mucking about as the uh, caretaker, just to have oh, her come yeah. and berate him like mad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would have been glorious. But it's just odd. I can't think of Barbara being in colour. Barbara no, to me is, is, weird, is the yes. black and white companion yeah. again, you know. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, Ian then. Ian. Oh, so uh, just just oh, no, no. just to say, Barbara goes immediately above Susan. Right, straight above. Straight above. above okay, yeah. immediately Susan's been bumped to the bottom. Yes. Uh, all right then. Your namesake. Um, yep, Ian. Ian Chesterton. Um, arguably. Up there as my favourite companion. Then, you know, uh, Russell Enoch, William Russell, glorious actor. He he brings so much realism to these early stories because he's he's totally believable and he doesn't send it up at all. Mm. Um, he's great. He's he's very much the audience identification figure. He's the hero. Mm -hmm. um, he 
much, much more than a doctor is to start with. Uh, and he teaches the doctor to do the right thing. Because the great thing about Ian is, no matter what, he treats people properly and does the right thing. He embodies the Twelfth Doctor's sort of dying words of just be kind. Be kind, yeah. Yeah. He's great. I, I've, I've not got anything bad to say about either Ian Chesterton, the character, who is great, or William Russell, the actor, yeah. who is great. Yeah. We would be here all night if I asked you to start naming your favourite yeah. Ian moments. Um, <clears throat> straight straight off, I, I, I think he's great. In, he carries the Daleks, mm. or the Dead Planet, or whatever you want to call it. The first Dalek story, he carries. Um, and also... The, the best it's, it's a shame to call it a tar target novelisation because it's not really but the uh, Doctor Who in an exciting adventure with the Daleks Ian Chesterton carries that book mm. it's great, yeah, it's, it's really good but yeah, I, I'd say yeah, I'd say the Daleks is one of my favourites yeah. for him um, I'd love to see the the whole of the Crusades because he is brilliant in that See, I, you don't, can, I don't know the Crusades at all me. You can tell that, because um, obviously um, William Russell played Ivanhoe for a long period and you love that sort of, uh, uh, you know, I suppose sword and sandal type shows we'd call them now. So wh when he gets into the like the, the crusader armour and he's waving a sword about, you can tell he's loving it. <laughs> you can tell it. Yeah. One of my standout memories of, of Ian um, and just loving it is when, when he's grooving along to the music in the TARDIS. Was it the Beatles or something? Yes, and, and he's yeah, having a in little the chase. Pop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he dances <laughs> like a science teacher. He certainly does. Yeah. <laughs> and what I love about Ian as well, in fact, all these companions, but Ian especially, is the character's got a sense of humour and has got amazing chemistry with uh, Hartnell. Mm. I, I know they, they became firm friends, but yeah, you can tell it. They, whenever they're in the scene together, they just spark. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Know? And Hart, Hart, of course, had his shtick of not calling him by the right name, Chesterfield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is just wonderful. So I'm guessing you're you're for him coming back. At, yes, at, at I'd love point. to. See him. I'd love. To, I mean, we recently discussed uh, Mordred Undead. I'd have loved to have seen him yeah, in that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'd happily have him back in anything. Mm. Just sat sat in a pub watching the doctor go past. Be yeah, great. yeah. And could you see him working with another companion? Uh, another doctor? Do you mean? Sorry, another. Doctor. Yeah, sorry, another doctor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I th I think he I think he would work with another doctor. In fact, it, it I think it it would throw up a lot of possibilities if he met, say, one of the more silly doctors. I couldn't see him working with Tom. I can't see many of these companions working with Tom. I I, I was about to say. Both yeah. Tom and Matt Smith, I think, I think Ian would, you know, just find them too silly and t tell yes, them, tell yeah. them to stop mucking about, you know, and I we've got a so. serious job to do. I think he would work well with Pertwee. I think he would have worked amazingly well with Davison. Mm. But yeah, I can't, I can't see him working with Tom or, like, say, Matt Smith. No, no. Just too silly. All right. So... I'm, I'm assuming Ian goes Straight above Barbara. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. So, so next we've got the first change of, yes. to the show when we get a, a, a new companion by the name of Vicky, don't we? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Su Susan had left. She was the first companion to to leave. 
um, a little bit, a little bit, the actress's choice, she was fed up with the scripts, a little bit, the programme wanted to try something different, they didn't think her character was working out particularly well, i got to agree with them. Um, so they, they tried to, they thought, and again there was this idea that we, we need an audience identification figure for each each sort of portion of the audience so for for i don't know this weird idea that people want to watch themselves and they can't identify with someone that's different mm. i mean they might be right to be honest given the world we're in today but yeah so so for all for all your uh, sort of heroic males ian was there for all your um, big-haired ladies, there was Barbara, and for all your teens, which was seen as a very, very important um, sort of viewing category on a Saturday evening, uh, you, you had to have a teen, so they decided to bring in another another teenage girl, um, and they decided on, on this character of Vicky, um, that was <coughs> was again, she's, she's meant to be uh, a, a a teenager from far in the future and so they they started to introduce elements of a character where she wouldn't understand things so there's a nice conversation in the web planet with barbara about medicine and schools mm -hmm. and things like that and it was it was nice it was it allowed a bit more exposition to come out naturally um and also i i i think the character was better than susan and the actress was much more maureen o'brien much more uh, sort of um likable yeah i mean i'm i'm a complete novice when it comes to vicky because i'm not yeah. i she's not on my radar at all the only vicky have we discussed more than one vicky story because we've done the rescue uh, we've done haven't the, we we've done the rescue we did the web planet yes true um, right so that's two vickies i think they're the only two yeah. vicky stories so i don't have an opinion on vicky at the moment uh, right I, I i like vicky i think she's a breath of fresh air in this sort of team she mixed it up a bit uh, and she seemed to have much better chemistry um with both the doctor william hartnell and um uh, ian and barbara mm. um so it, it it made for a much more harmonious sort of team. The Doctor immediately takes her under his wing and, and starts treating her almost similar to the way he treated Susan, very sort of uh, protective. Mm. But there, there was also sort of a, a level of they were more equal because they weren't related. There was a more equality, so he would listen to her more. Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> and she gets some great just really good sort of episodes and stories I mean she's really good in the Romans uh, she handles comedy really well um, yeah I, I, I can't think of a bad performance that she put in or a, you know an embarrassing scene or anything like that mm. Mm. now I've I've, I, I don't know an awful lot and, and so I, I've had to look this up and apparently she leaves the show in the Myth Makers yes so Again, this was a very turbulent period uh, behind the scenes of Doctor Who. Um, so, she, it wasn't planned that she would go then. Uh, it was They know they wanted to change companions, but this whole sort of leaving was a bit of a mess. So, they didn't contract her for the, I think, the story or the two stories that they wanted her in to leave. They would only contract her for this. So, she's written out very quickly. She basically, on a whim... And this, sadly, this is probably the first of the of the 
companion leaves for no good reason. Mm. <laughs> sort of storylines. She, yeah, she she leaves because she's in love with someone she met like an episode before and decides to stay in uh, in sort of the the times of Troy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what do we call that era? The Grecian era. I think I it's the know. Grecian era. Yeah, era. that that's. I don't know why you would want it. No flushing toilets. Mm? Yeah. I wouldn't want it. Um, so yeah, so she gets out written out very quickly. Um, but it's it, actually, I, yeah, the, the, yeah, and unfortunately, I'd love to see the Mythmakers because it only exists in audio format. Um, but the script is sparkling; it's such a funny sort of script. Yeah, it says in my research she eventually passes into legend as Crisada or Cressida. Um, Do you know anything I about think, that, or is that in in books afterwards? I, or? Um, I think the. Do- it's a while since I've listened to it, but I think the Doctor does say something like that. So I think Ian or Barbara says, how, how will she get on? And the Doctor says something about, well, she, we know that she survived. There's something like that in it, but I imagine there's probably a, a few books on it. I quite like the idea of that, that, you know, a, and a companion, you know, moves on and yeah. becomes, you know, a legend almost in themselves. Well, I, I do find modern, modern Who's depiction of you can't ever get over the Doctor is pretty pathetic, to be honest. Do you think Ian and Barbara did? Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah. I imagine. They probably... I reckon they'd raise a pint in the pub to the Doctor. They, they don't drop their yeah, um, adventures yeah. into the lessons when they're teaching. Do you reckon, yeah? It could be, yeah. Do you reckon they went back to teaching? I don't know. I mean, that's got to be boring afterwards, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I hope they did something. I, it'd be good if they went on to, you know, the, if they'd have gone that way, they went on to form Torchwood or something. You know what I mean? Or some some form of... Yeah, we know what... You know, well, that was Queen Victoria's time or something, yes, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so we can't have that, no. Yeah. I um, hope they did something there. Yeah. And what about Vicky coming back in the 60th? Would you like to see Vicky um, back? I, I, I would... But I don't know whether there's enough, enough sort of um, uniqueness to the character as to why, other than a, oh look, it's it's oh, yeah. an actress that appears. A wink that, at the camera yeah. sort of thing. I think for the fanboys. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know what mileage you get out of Vicky coming back because for normal you know for non-fan audiences, if you said oh, it's the Doctor's granddaughter, excellent. It's the first the Doctor's first companions that taught him all this stuff, excellent. Vicky. Eh. Mm. You know, I, I, as as likable as she is, she's she is a another teen companion. She yeah. doesn't really. And for that do reason, much. I can see yeah. her working with Patrick Troughton. She would be almost oh, yeah, like fulfill so, yeah. the Polly oh, role, wouldn't she? Yeah, I think she would fit in as Polly. You know, Victoria wouldn't have to change her name much. Um, mm. Yeah, I could see her fitting in right up to. Again, Tom Baker seems to be the one that breaks the companion role. Yes. Yeah. 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 Where where'd you put Vicky on your list? Um she's she's just below Barbara. All right. That's exactly where I've yeah. uh, put her. So at the moment our lists are exactly the oh, same. Right. All right. I reckon they, they probably will be. I don't know. I don't know. And 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 the next one could actually um yeah. change things and that and that's Stephen Taylor. Hang on, hang on. What about Katarina? I thought Stephen was before Katarina. It's uh, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. He joins. Yes, he joins. He joins during the chase, doesn't he? The chase. Sorry. Yes, you're right. Yes, yeah. Stephen Taylor. 
um, Peter Purvis, who, who to us will always be Blue Peter's. Peter See, Purvis. and this is something. Or kickstart. I, no, no, it, it is Blue Peter, and this is something yeah. I, I've, I've just referenced. That that does sway me in in yeah. in my uh, you know believability of the companions oh, really? when it's Peter Blue Peter Purvis. Have, you know, have you seen seen or listened to much um, of Stephen there? No, again, same with Vicky. I, um, this podcast is enabling me to, you know, experience these yeah. companions. Um, and he, he, he's an enjoyable chap. I've been enjoying him. Um, yeah. um, and I, I wasn't aware of Peter Purvis's comic timing, which he displayed he, he, in uh, the really, Cowboy yeah. one. Yeah, he's a really good actor. Yeah, comic timing is great. I mean, his first appearance on the show as... Uh, Morton, someone or other, on top of the Empire yeah, State that Building. That weren't so good, was it? That's terrible. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why they saw that and went. Do you know what? He'd make a good companion, <laughs> unless it was the fact that he's such a nice guy that they were going off of what he brought to the the recording. Mm. Um, because I know it. It's really weird. This this whole this whole um, sort of image that William Hartnell was a git, because almost everyone you speak or everyone that, that was interviewed at the time would say, "Oh, William Hartnell, oh terrible man, always angry." Luckily, I was the one person mm. that he got on well with, and we always have. Everyone says that, so how can everyone get on well with him all the time? But he's also this. I don't think he was this horrible git. I, I think he seems to be just a slightly older actor that knew his time was coming, sort of, you know, his acting career was coming to an end. And he was a bit sort of angry about that. But yeah, but especially Peter Purvis. Other people have said as well that Peter Purvis was almost brought on with a view to he could calm William Hartnell down and get uh, him to, right. to, to do. They, they got on incredibly well. But even without that, Stephen's quite high in my uh, estimation as a companion because he's a great actor. And Stephen, again, has a, a believability to him that, like Ian brought to the programme, he's great at, um, at putting a doctor in his place and not taking any sort of crap from him. He also can do the comedy stuff. Um, I mean, a good, unfortunately, again, doesn't, a lot of these don't exist. But one of his strongest stories, I think, is the massacre, which he he carries because it was one of those where they would have to give the actors time off to go on holiday. So William Hartnell's not in it for two episodes, and it's carried on the back of uh, Peter Purvis. He's he's great. He's brilliant. Um, but he gets some some wonderful scenes. Um, he, he's a really good companion. But you, it's hard to get a feel for him because so much of his stuff's missing. Mm. Um, but yeah, as as we go on and do these stories, yeah, I hope he goes up a bit in your estimation because I I I've got a great deal of time for. Stephen. Well, it, he has gone up in my estimation since we've watched the uh, the Gunslingers. Yeah, he's great in that. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what what's his cowboy uh, alias in that? I can't remember what they called him. Oh um, yeah, lonesome something yeah. or other. Um, but, oh, Stephen uh, Regret. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> And he was, he, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my, yeah he's, my, he's good. My, my, my views on him went up for that. Um, yeah. But the fact that it is 
blue Peter Purvis, um, you know, does that, that does sway it a bit. So I'm putting him below Barbara, but above Vicky. Oh, this is where we, we uh, defer. I'm putting him below Ian and above Barbara. Below Ian and above... Oh, right, so he's in second place. He's in second place, yeah. All right, okay. Um, so, yeah, Katarina then. Um, I was going to say, St Stephen could definitely come back. Oh, yeah. And they could use Peter Purvis. He's still sharp as attack. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know, again, I don't know whether... He could be in enough, it next year. Yeah, he could be. And they're just keeping it very yeah. quiet. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I, li I like uh, I like Pete Burvis. Yeah, um, I see that he um, his last story was the Savages. Yes, he stays behind, doesn't he? Um, yeah, I mean, he goes through a few episodes, much like they tried later with Jamie, that didn't really work. They go through a few episodes where he almost loses his confidence in the Doctor that he's a good person. And it sort of starts in the Dalek master plan. It goes on from there. So by the savages, yeah, he he decides to leave to to lead this this sort of uh, planet. <laughs> Actually, it's a quarry for people in the yeah, in old bear skins. Yeah, um, it, it's it's a good story. It's a bit strange, um, but yeah, I'm not entirely sure he goes out for the right reason. Uh, again, it feels like one of those we want a change. So. I can't. I can't imagine Stephen running a planet. No. To be honest. No. You know. No. I mean, the garden would look lovely, wouldn't it? It'd be like <laughs> Peter Garden. <laughs> and there'll be Shep there as well, yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Katarina. Then this is Katarina, one yes. I don't know anything about. I haven't listened to the Myth Makers. I, I've um, yeah. So I've listened to Myth Makers. I've listened to her small parts in. Oh, yeah. uh, in um, the Dalek Master Plan, and of course her surviving sort of scene, it's very hard because she's in it so briefly, and she does, to be fair, bugger all. Um, it it was an absolute mistake to introduce a character that was so far removed from understanding anything. So she thinks the Doctor is Zeus. She thinks the TARDIS is his temple. She never really changes that idea. She thinks. Uh, Stephen is like a handmaiden to the Doctor type thing, um, but it never really goes anywhere. And I totally sort of understand why they immediately killed her off. By she gets a horrendous death. She's yeah. the first companion to die. Well, she's sucked out um, into space, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Sucked out or blown out? I can never remember. I have to ask Data. Doesn't she um, press the button to open? She the does. Door? Yeah. So, so, so they land on the. A criminal planet that Terry Nation was so fond of, um, you know, a bit like Cygnus Alpha, and they take aboard a criminal, and he's got Katrina in the airlock at knife point, and he says, if the Doctor doesn't turn the ship around, Doctor can't turn the ship around because they've got to get this information about the Daleks back to Earth, sort of thing. Um, and Katrina hears this and sacrifices herself so that the Doctor's not in that position. Um, so it's quite quite a noble death. Um, but she's barely known she, the Doctor, yeah. though. This is the well, thing. It, yeah. If, well, she if, thinks he's a god. Yeah. You know, a lot of us do with William Hartnell. But yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how she understood the concept of um, flying in space and airlocks. And sliding really. doors. Yeah. 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 What you were saying about, you know, she, you know, thinks that he's a god and all that, like this. Is Katarina like a prototype Leela to have, like, a savage, I, if I you like? I think so. A Leela or Jamie, where... 
the idea was that the doctor could then explain it's another viewer identification so they'd be the ones that go what's that doctor oh it's a sliding door well how does that work doctor but the trouble is while that sort of works with jamie and it worked very well with leela because leela wasn't from that time she was from an advanced race it's just mm. that she wasn't educated so that worked brilliantly well with this katrina was so much removed from the doctor's understanding and time i it, it they rapid even in the sort of the couple of episodes they rapidly realized it ain't gonna work right right okay. when you've got to explain candles to someone yeah that doesn't make for riveting science fiction drama no, does it no. no okay all right well she obviously can't come back um, so no, that's a moot question. Uh, where would you put her on your list, though? She she has to by poor dear by definition go at the bottom. Yeah, that's where I've got her. Yeah. All right. So next question: Is Sarah Kingdom a companion? I don't think so. I I I think at the at a bare minimum, we've got to say they've got to cover more than one story. Hmm. Yeah. But I'm happy to treat her as one if you wanna no, discuss no, her. But no, I don't. No, no I don't she's somebody so. the Doctor encountered in an adventure. Yes. Yeah. Rather otherwise, than being a otherwise, how many other people have we got to put in as companions? Yep. You know, how how many people have? I mean, at uh, that thing, um, uh, Lawrence Scarman is companion. He travels in the TARDIS. Yeah. The Brigadier's a you companion. Know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think the Brigadier I would rate as companion anyway, but. Yeah, I just don't think... I know Sarah Kingdom and um, Brett Vion are both in some lists considered as companions. I don't know. No, all right. Well, we'll, we'll skip yeah. uh, uh, Sarah and go to Dodo next then. Dodo, yes. Jackie who, Lane. Who gets the worst introduction and the worst exit of any companion, I think. So, again, Katrina was written out very quickly, not planned. And they thought they 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 have to have a, you know, a, a female companion, and again going with the so far the the same sort of formula that worked for Vicky and Susan. It's like let's get a teenage Earth companion. Um, so Dodo wanders into the TARDIS thinking it's an actual police box, which makes no sense because. You didn't wander into police boxes. No. The phone was on the outside. Most yeah. most of the time they were locked because the policeman would keep his books and that in there. So why she's wandering into it, I don't know. And it's immediately forgotten. It's, I mean, if you've ever heard the clip, it's amazing. She's sort of going, oh, there's, there's a, I mean, she's got this weird Manchester accent going on that they drop immediately. And she's going, oh, there's this child that's hurt and I want to phone an ambulance. Oh, this mm -hmm. place is bigger on the inside than the outside. My um, my Alexa just beeped. I hope it's not calling an ambulance. Oh, I don't think it Here does. Here is an answer from an Alexa answers contributor. I translated. Alexa, a few hundred people have hibernated after death. <laughs> Alexa, why are you telling me about people that have hibernated after <laughs> death? Alexa, at the moment, stop. <laughs> Good Lord, wouldn't have her as companion. Did Dodo hibernate after death? I don't I think remember she must that. Have Perhaps, yeah, it could explain a lot. Um, yeah, so so that's immediately dropped. It's like, oh, this is a spaceship, and she immediately fits in. So she gets a really ill-defined entrance. Her character was changed constantly, ill-defined. But 
I really enjoyed almost every appearance of Dodo. She's having a laugh. Mm. She, yeah, I, uh. I quite, I quite like her, but she's amazingly inconsistent in characterization, what she knows, oh, yeah, how she accents reacts to and things. We accents. said about that thing. Yeah. Uh, one of the stories that she was dressed because that was yes, going to be a yeah, quirk. She always yeah. dresses for the wrong era and all that. And yeah, that's all this, well and good, but I'm, I'm not convinced by the actor. I, I'm not convinced by Jackie Lane. It's all very Amdram. She uh, has, yeah. I, I think it's, again, probably due to the fact that nothing was nailed down. Basically, it's like they're building a house with no plans in it. I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think if I've ever seen her in anything else. I don't think I have. No. I don't know whether she carried on acting or whatever, but yeah, she's. Um, it's hard to get a grip on Dodo, because there's nothing to go on. Every story, she's almost a different character. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll say her her highlight for me uh, is probably it's going to be a toss up between the Ark or the Celestial Toymaker. Um, but for the rest of the stories, yeah, it's it. it there's nothing really to, to, no, to grab onto. No, no. I don't think we need to see Dodo come back, do you? No. I, don't, I just, I, I think, I mean, I've, I, it seems rude, but I think the characters are irre- irrelevant. Mm. So I don't know how they would hang anything on her coming back. I just think there's no meat no. there to, to do anything interesting. No. And as you say, her exit isn't exactly the best in the. It, well, she doesn't even get an exit. It's like. They yeah. talk, they say, oh no no she left. Yeah she's what? gone home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's gone home. And and they 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 were pretty rough to the the actress. They basically, you know, she she got two two episodes. She was meant to do four, and they went, yeah, we're not going to pay you for the rest of your trot. Right. Yeah. Very, so a very very uh, abrupt ending for yeah. Dodo. Of course, yeah. she's pushed out to make way for the two new companions that are coming in. So yes. so yeah. first of which is. Polly. Yeah. Oh, Dodo, by the way, goes just above Katerina. Oh, sorry. She's just above Katerina. Sad, sadly. Um, yeah, that's where I've put her yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, now we have companions that actually straddle two doctors. Um, yes. First, um, yeah. Our, our first, um, our first multi-doctor companions. So the the idea was that they they wanted to try and contemporise Doctor Who. They thought he'd got a little bit a little bit silly and futuristic stories were very costly so they, they they were toying even then with the idea of how can we put the doctor on contemporary earth and one of the ideas was well if we have contemporary very hip with it companions very much in the itc mold yes you know um polly you could see polly in in any of the itc programs oh yeah hundred uh, percent um, yeah, so they introduced, um, weirdly, Polly. Polly. Um, so, for a long time, it was thought that her name was uh, Polly Lopez. Um, but that it, that was just a, a, a pseudonym she used in, I think, the Faceless ones. So it wasn't... And then, then they found the original documentation. And bearing in mind, this is only the, what we talked about, third or fourth change of companions... And they decided to call her Polly Wright. Mm. Um, it's like four companions ago, you had Barbara Wright. What are yeah. you thinking about? Mm. Um, but for a long time, though, that was a big fandom bone of contention. What was Polly's surname? Which showed you what we had to worry about in the 80s. Yes, yeah, not much. Yeah. 
Not so, much. yeah, um, she, she and yeah, Ben Polly Nate... is the yeah. I was going to say Polly is the epitomous dolly bird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, t- she takes the brunt of an awful lot of sixties sexism. Um, yes. in her time but um, you know to her credit she, she she takes care of herself she stands up for herself yeah. doesn't she no I, I, I like Polly I, li- I like the character she's got a right mouth on her which is great um, she works really in the novelization she works really well um, is it, I think there's there's quite a lot of meat on the character of Polly they could have gone in lots of different directions but yeah you're right she rapidly becomes the Go I'll go tea. make make put, a cup of coffee. Put the kettle on, Polly. I mean, yeah. yes. I mean, that's what the second Doctor says, doesn't he? On, yeah, the, he on, does, on the moon yeah. base ones. Well, yeah, well, just go off and make a cup of co- a yeah. cup of coffee, which she does. Um, yeah, that's a shame. But no, I've I've always liked Polly, and the more we you know do this yeah. show, the more I, I I'm exposed to Polly, as you were. Um, um, the more I appreciate her. I think she's a very strong companion. Yeah, I, I, I like her. I like Polly. I like the actress, Anique Wills, um, married to Michael Goff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's, she's, she's a really good actress. Um, and she's a... And it uh, shows. Yeah, yeah, and, and, you know, I mean, this is the swinging 60s, and, you yeah. know, she epitomises it. I'd love to oh, have seen... Yeah. Not colorized photos, but actual color photos of yeah, some of the outfits she's wearing. They're yeah, fabulous. Pol- Pol- Polly is one of those. Cause you, like you say, you can't imagine Barbara in color because the clothes she wore were so black and white sixes. And I imagine if if she was in color, it would still be muted pastel colors. Yes. But I imagine Polly in color would burn your tubes out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> maybe there's a good reason it was black and white. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I really rate Polly. Um, yeah. And the thing is about Polly, you know, and Ben, you know, when they're that they're done with their time uh, with the Doctor, they go back, you know, to their. Yeah, on the not, day that they were picked up. Yeah. So she's going back to be a secretary. Yeah, I know. It, she was well. She was going to be a secretary to um, Professor Brett. Professor Brett, who. I don't know if he, I can't remember where he gets killed, but he's certainly not in that job anymore. No. So yeah, the doctor's really screwed her life up. But I think she could aim higher than. I mean, not, not there's anything wrong with being a secretary or a PD. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. But while. after everything but, she's yeah. seen and everything. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. I would, and also I would love to see Polly come back. Yes, so would I. Yeah, that absolutely. Because because you wouldn't because of the character of Polly, there's so much to sort of play with. Imagine her coming back as a feisty sort of mouth on legs. I can see her tearing yeah. strips off the third doctor oh, if she had yeah. stayed on into the third doctor's thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she would not have kowtowed to his blatant sexism like uh, like Joe did. No, no, no. Yeah. She's just the yeah, no, no. I mean she she would have looked after Joe Grant, wouldn't she? You know. Yeah. Also, yeah. I could see, I could see uh, Polly wearing the Third Doctor's clothes. Yeah, yeah, and she would look bloody gorgeous yeah, in it she as would well. Look great in it, yeah. 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 So yeah, Polly's high. Polly for me goes just below Stephen. All right. So Ian, Stephen, Polly. Okay. Barbara. Well, I've gone Ian, Polly, Barbara. Oh. So yeah, Polly's in second place for me. All right. Yeah, she's she's definitely not filler. Polly, Phil. <sighs> Blimey, Ian. You should give us a warning you're going to... There should be a little bell that you ring or something yeah. when a crap <laughs> joke's coming up. Um, 
the next companion uh, has gone up massively in my yes. es- uh, estimation since we've been doing this show, and that's Ben Jackson. Ben Jackson, yes. Um, uh, Seaman Ben. <laughs> oh, no. His friends call him. Get that bell ready, yeah. folks. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, so he, he comes in. He's a, he's a patron. Uh, he goes to the bar, the Inferno Club, that Paul is at. And she immediately recognises him for the sad sack that he is and feels sorry for him. Um, He's a sad sack of semen. Yeah, he is a sad sack of semen, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like Ben. I I had no no sort of opinions on him until, obviously, they started... uh, In fact, to the point where I would look in... You remember the Doctor Who Monster book? And there's Mm -hmm. that shot that they did. They did contemporary shots. And there's one of Ben and Polly being chased by sidemen up a beach. And I used to look at it and go, who are mm. these people? Yep. Who are these people? Because there was no novelizations at the time that really featured Ben and Polly. You know, there, it took a long time for their stories to be released. But yeah, now, now that they're out there, yeah, Ben has gone up. I think he's great in the war games. Mm. War games? No. In uh, the War Machine. The War Machine, yeah. I'd like to have seen him in the War Games. Um, he he was sort of the he was he was the figure that never quite trusted the doctor and argued with him, um, and he did he did play in the villain like a hypnotized. He did it a few times and he did it great. Oh yes, Michael yeah. Craze. We, we've good, done a story on that, haven't we? Where he yeah. was uh, possessed. Yeah, the, the macro terror. He's really good yeah. in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, I like I like Ben. Yeah, he Would has gone up in my have estimation. Polly back or Ben back. Polly. Sorry, Ben, yeah, but yeah. Sorry, ben. I don't know he where to put Ben on my list, though. I'm looking at... Uh, yeah, I, I've put him a little bit lower. I've put him uh, under Barbara. Oh, well, really? Enjoy that, <laughs> I've put him... So so you've put him under Barbara and above Vicky. Yes. And I've put him under Stephen and above Vicky. So, yeah. We're yeah. sort of like putting him in roughly the same place. Uh, all right. Okay. So, uh, Ben coming back. Would you like to see Ben come back? Um, yeah, I think so. I think if you're bringing Polly back, because Ben and Polly, again, they're a pair, aren't they? They're sort of joined at the hip. Yes. Do you think they immediately split up? I reckon Polly immediately dumped Ben. But he and was just on leave, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, he had to get back to his ship, yeah. didn't he? He did. Well... Because when when they come back in the faceless ones, um, they that's the day that they were they left in the TARDIS right, in yeah. the, the the war machines. So so yeah, he's he's now got after all that all those adventures, he's now got to go and do his national service. Yeah, poor sod. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, poor old Ben. Poor Ben. Okay, uh, right. Uh, we could move on from Ben. Uh, we've got a yes. biggie now, haven't we? James Robert McCrimmon. Jamie, yes. Uh, what can you say about Jamie? Um, so, I mean, I think episode number in certainly the longest-serving companion. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I can't imagine the second Doctor's era without Jamie. No, no. You know, the, Troughton and Jamie go together like peas in a pod. Or like the first um, Doctor and Ian. Yes, yeah, that, exactly. You can't picture one without the other. Um, I do. I think Jamie could... I mean, Jamie, when he comes back in The Two Doctors, because Jamie has come back, um, he sparks off Colin Baker 
mm-hmm. brilliantly. So I could see him with Colin Baker's, and I think he would have enjoyed time in the TARDIS with Perry, wouldn't he? Mm. Um, definitely. But yeah, Jamie, he's again. <laughs> well, Fraser Hines would have. <laughs> Fraser Hines would have loved it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have to pay me. Um, again, though, a last-minute decision. So Jamie was uh, a character created for the Highlanders, mm-hmm. but. If you've ever if you've ever met Fraser Hines or seen any interviews with him or seen any anything where he's himself, you know that he is a joy to be around. Well, he is Jamie, basically. Yeah, there's no divorce in the yeah, two. Exactly. Yeah, he he's great. So because everyone so enjoyed working with him, they they literally at the last minute they filmed two two ends to the episode. They literally at the last minute made the decision. And offered him more episodes to do, which do, does mean that his first few stories he doesn't really do a lot in, and his technical knowledge goes up and down depending on whose lines he's nicked. Um, but as soon as they start writing for him, and he sort of fits, he fits in straight away. And him and Troughton just have like the best chemistry ever. Um, I, I love Jamie. I think he's. I loved him when he. I could only read about him in the novelizations, uh, and then when I, they started releasing them, I think the first, <coughs> the first thing I saw him in would have been the Crotons when they, you know, they did the Five mm-hmm. Faces Doc Two, which isn't the greatest Jamie, but it's sort of oh this the, okay this guy is interesting, and then when they released the Seeds of Death, and it was like I that was it that cemented it for me. Yeah. It's like okay, I I like this guy. He's great. Um, He's he great value for to, yeah. money, isn't he? He he is. He's superb value for money. He was meant to come back in the Three Doctors as well, wasn't That's he? That's right. Yeah. And they they gave his part to Benton, um, and then he did come back in the the Five Doctors and Two Doctors. Um, I'd love to see him come back. I think he could come back. Yeah. Fraser Hines is is still on the top of his game. He could easily come back, and I think that would be that would have enough emotional sort of. Uh, way that it would mean something to the doctor mm. because the the doctor you know i mean <laughs> you know there there is shipping out there for they're they're a pair but i think they were just the best of friends mm. um and and also jamie did get a very nice <laughs> final it was in in the comic strip in the monthly he did get a lovely final mm. yep. thing where he was battling the the, the conception of the cybermen uh, from v- the Vord, which is really weird, um, and it, yeah, in that it posited that when the Time Lords put him back, the memory block didn't work, so he remembered all of his adventures with the Doctor, but of course no one believed him, mm. and he became a bit bitter, and and then the Doctor finally turns up, uh, and it's just, it's lovely, it's a really lovely story. Yeah, you say about the chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. Um, if I think of of, of a favourite Jamie moment, it's a very silly. You know, inconsequential moment, but it's that moment in Tomb of the Cybermen yeah, where they're just about to go in and they hold hands. Yeah, yeah, that is a great, <laughs> great moment. They they toyed they toyed weirdly, and it never worked for me. In like the Evil of the Daleks and that, they toyed with that the Jamie no longer trusts the Doctor again. Very much what they tried to do, uh, sort of earlier, but it it just doesn't work with Fraser Hines and Jamie because. There's no way you can imagine him not trusting the Doctor. No, no. It just, it just did never work for me that, and I'm glad they dropped that idea 
rapidly. Mm. Um, I just want to think what my favourite, my favourite Jamie moment. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to say, to say that as well. Yeah, the the the, the lovely, pure Laurel and Hardy moment when yeah. they uh, <laughs> they grasp each other's hands. <laughs> Oh, and there's the thing as well when, is it Victoria is, is um, you know, uh, worrying about the shortness of her yes, skirt yeah. and the doctor says, well, look at Jamie's or something like that, yeah. you know, yeah. Ja- yeah, it, Fraser Hines was brilliant at the taking offence and then dropping it, wasn't it? There's so always an, like, oh, I, you go. <laughs> yeah, super. And again, in, I love in, um, I mean, it, practi- okay, I'm going to vote Team of the Sidemen as the, my favourite Jamie story. Because I love as well when he's uh, when he's walking along with Hayden, and he goes, uh, "Why is it late in here?" And Hayden goes, "Oh, it's blah 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 blah." And he goes, "Oh, hey, that." <laughs> yeah. No, no clue what he's on about. Yeah, but, yeah. Fraser Hines sells it wonderfully. Where are you going to put Jamie uh, on your straight list? Straight at the top with Ian. With I, Ian I, or above Ian or? I think I think equal top for me. Equal. I, All right. I I wouldn't want to put one above the other. All right. Well, I, I well, I have. Jamie is the top dog for me. Yep, that's, oh, okay. that's fair. All right. Uh, so on to Victoria then. Victorian yes. Victoria. Yeah. So um, Polly and and Ben, who travelled with Jamie for a little bit, but that that never worked for me. That it just Jamie didn't come into his own until Victoria joined. Mm. Um, so in Evil of the Daleks, uh, the Doctor ends up getting their entire family and life destroyed and then takes her on board the TARDIS. Um, so that, and, and Jamie, you get the feeling there's a, there's a bit of a crush on Jamie's part with Victoria. Mm. I mean, especially in um, Enemy of the World, they're, you know, they're described as boyfriend-girlfriend and that's how they play it. Um, but of course, this was a, a period where you couldn't have hanky panky in the TARDIS mm. or any suggestion on it. So, but it's a shame. I, I would have liked to have seen that fleshed out a bit more. Um, because again, yeah, great, great chemistry between the three leads at this point. Yes. And then cats just come in. Yeah. Um, Victoria joins. Victoria grew on me. I I wasn't sure to start with. I I know. Um, I know that that uh, uh, Debbie Watling views her appearances in Evil or Daleks as totally embarrassing now, and I sort of understand it. I don't think she's great in her first sort of couple of stories. Oh, when she's talking to the Daleks yeah. in that, you know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's mm. almost painful. You talk about an, uh, sort of Amdram performances. What do you want of me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. But I think I think when they sort of <laughs> which they do to all the companions. They contemporised her, and she basically became a uh, a 60s companion, you know, with, with all pretense of, uh, of her Victoriana being Victoria. gone. Yeah, gone. You know, like, I think, it, like, say, in Two of the Sidemen, that's the last ditch where, they, where she protests about the length of her skirt. Mm. No, after that. Yeah, she's a 60s companion. Mm. And I think her character grows from that, and the actress seems a lot happier sort of playing that um, but she was never my one of my favourite sort of 60s companions I I don't know what it is I, she's a little bit wet that's the, exactly she, the word I was going to use yeah. yes 
Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't like her. I never believe when she goes, Jamie, and you know that that she's frightened. It's mm. like, mm, it's a, a bit. I am dram. Amdram, yeah. So, so she was. I think she worked very well as a team, but as a, as a sort of single companion, as a, a as a character, it never really gelled for me. No, me neither. Me neither. All right, and and because of that, I mean, putting her on the list. I mean, I di- I don't know much about Vicky so far, but I think I prefer no. what I've seen of Vicky to Victoria. So I've got to put Victoria yeah. under Vicky, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. That's where I've got in my list. All right. Again, put them in. have you run out of, like, Did you could you not think of other names for these people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well the, the, our last one is Zoe. I Zoe. don't know where they got that from, but uh, Zoe yeah, Herriot. Zoe, Zoe Herriot. Um, presumably a descendant of uh, the vet. Mm. Um, James Herriot. Are you all right, Cat? Cat's trying to get on my lap, but I'm wearing shorts and she doesn't like bare legs, so she's yeah. a bit. Do you want my seat? Is that what you want? There you go. Um, yeah, Zoe. So Victoria was left in Fury from the Deep, so she decided that she uh, she's had a bit of enough of living with the Doctor's lifestyle, which I I quite agree with that because everyone go you know everyone goes oh wouldn't it be great if the Doctor turned up and we could travel with him? No, it'd be horrible. Your life's always in danger. Mm. Yeah, so I can understand why uh, Victoria wanted to leave. Um, but then in the next story, we meet Zoe. And in The Wheel in Space, she's more of a Spock figure. Mm. She's met, She's got almost zero emotions. And at one point, they mention that's like, you know, why don't you feel like a human? Like She's meant to be almost the Mentat. Uh, from June, she's a, a, a living computer. They quickly drop all of this, of course, mm. and make her a contemporary 60s lady. Oh, what a surprise. What a surprise, yes. It's almost like the scriptwriters just couldn't handle anything they couldn't look out of their window and see. Mm. <laughs> it's very strange. Um, but Zoe, I think, I enjoy Zoe more than I ever enjoyed Victoria. I think she works very well uh, with Jamie and the Doctor. There's more of a, a sort of equality with the Doctor, which brings out Jamie. I think now feels that he's definitely bottom of the the pecking order. Yeah. So and there's there's a lovely sort of frisson between Jamie and Zoe that they don't quite get on. Not in the same way. Like I say, I think Jamie had a bit of a a crush on Victoria. I don't think that's true of Zoe. No. I always find Zoe a bit of a SWAT. I always yeah, um, um, find her not, a bit irritating. So I, I think she is a SWAT, but I don't think she's that irritating. Unlike, say, Adric as a SWAT, mm-hmm. who you just want to punch in the face. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. That's not... Yeah, they're not in the same league, are they? No, no. Um, yeah, I, I always quite liked... I mean, it's, it's like the Crotons, where... She gets a higher score than a doctor in the brain machine. Yes, <laughs> you know, and she gets great. And there's a nice, again, nice in the the seeds of death when um, they're flying to the moon, and it's basically her that's doing all the work. Yeah, she she was very, uh, very hands on and very took command. Mm. She had the knowledge. It was almost like Jane. It's almost like she was the babysitter for. The, the toddlers that were the Doctor and Jamie, um, but I think I think she works very well as a companion. 
Um, she has come back, of course, in the Five Doctors, or her memory ghost, mm. whatever they were. Yeah, I did. don't know what they are. Yeah. Mm. And what about I, coming I back again? Coming back. Yeah, I, I could see that. Again, I'm not entirely sure she's unique enough that there would be anything that they could do with her, though. Um, other than if they brought Jamie back, they could bring Zoe back, I think. Mm. And she can put him down even more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know whether she I've just been watching season 22 and um, uh, the actresses on the, you know, where they do that on the couch or behind the sofa yes. where they're watching the stories. And I think she's she certainly found um, season 22 far too violent for her, like. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Right. So I don't, I don't know whether she would come back. Okay. And with that, we're at uh, the turn of the decade, aren't we? Yes. Goodbye yeah. to the uh, black and white. Yeah. Yeah, yes, because next time we do this, we're in uh, Living Colour. Living Colour. We haven't put Zoe on the list. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I, where have I put them on, so score-wise? Because I did scores. So for me, she would be below Polly. Below Polly? Oh, that's quite high. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the character of Zoe. I, I think she works very well. Our lists like are slightly different, then. Yeah. Um... If if I go from the uh, top to uh, bottom to the top, we've go got on. Katarina both at the bottom. We both agree, yeah. Yeah, I, and that's not no fault of the actress or anything like that. It's just that there's nothing there. No, and then we both above that. I've got Dodo. Yeah. And then both above that, we've got Susan. Yeah. Then what have I written there? Oh, that's Victoria. Yeah, we're both still the same on Victoria. Yeah. But then, a difference. You've got Vicky, right? Yeah. And I've got Zoe. That's where I've put Zoe, oh, right. right? Then, above Vicky, you've put Ben. Yeah. And I've put Vicky. Then, above Ben, you've put Barbara. And I've put Ben. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then, above Barbara, you've put Zoe. And I've got Stephen there. Right. And then, above Zoe, you've got Polly. And I've got Barbara. Then above Polly, you've got Stephen, and I've got Polly. And then you've got Join, Ian and Jamie at the top, but then I go in second place, Ian, and then top slot, Jamie. All right? Yeah. So, so there's a yeah, little not, bit of mixture yeah, in the middle. Of, yeah. But top and bottom, we're pretty much the same. And I imagine that those middling areas, the differences between them is, is possibly... I've seen more stories than you. It could or be, yeah. The the the... You know how how good you find the actor. Well, I reserve the right then that as we go forward. Yeah, you might. Uh, I, I might want to tweak my list as as I'm being exposed to more '60s yeah. companions. All I right? think that, I think that's fair. Yeah. Next time we do this, of course, it will be the '70s companions, and yes. uh, I have seen all of them, so um, that, that that's going to be easier yeah. for me. But it's going to be I think interesting. It's going to be a list. Well, it's going to be interesting to see because we'll be putting them yeah. into this list. You see that? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, we're putting them into this list. We're oh, putting God. them into this list. This is where it's going to get okay. very interesting when you've got where where does Sarah Jane go yeah. in this list now? You know, and and at the end of it, where are the nineties <laughs> and eighties companions and the well, millennium plenty characters? Of the, uh, <laughs> plenty room at the bottom of the list for the yeah. The but where do they sit amongst you know the Susans <coughs> and the Dodos and the Katarinas? Oh, I the, I thought we were going. I thought we were. Uh, doing them in decades 
That, no. I'm going to have to rethink this now and <laughs> study this carefully. Because, yeah, we're... Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's going to be difficult. Well, you reserve the right to yeah. change them as well. Yes. As well. All right. Yeah, I might have to tweak... I might have to tweak the 60s based on the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting. Mm. Interesting times. Yes, very much so. Yes. All right, so that's us uh, done. This is our, the first of our special specials. Yes. Uh, done with. Um, yeah, let, let us know what your choices are as well. Have, yeah. have we been... Yeah. Have we been totally wrong and we've missed Where have we been wrong? There? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have we, is do, there something we've overlooked? Se- yeah, do you enjoy semen above uh, dolly birds? <laughs> I don't, you know. Yes, yes. So, yeah, next time um, we're back to normal. Service has been resumed. Uh, yes. Next time, um, next time it's my choice. Um, and I'm glad it, it was because I'd not made any choice. I'd forgotten... Yeah, no, no. No, you did the fifth. This takes place of the sixth, so it's the seventh. Seventh, oh, right. It's the seventh doctor. Finished him yet? No, but there's not many to go for, and uh, the uh, the the. Let me guess. Before you say anything, is it the uh, the gods of Ragnarok from the Psychic Circus? It might well be because (laughs) I don't know who the adversary is. Oh, okay. And the reason I don't know is. I've chosen a story that I've never seen. Oh. Because I've just been... seen all the seven. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Because I saw images of this story and it's like, yeah. nope, nope, nope. I'm oh, not going okay. anywhere near it. And the story is uh, the greatest show... Yep, that's the Gods of Ragnarok. That is the and, one. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you've got, you got a few in there. So you've got the, the Gods of Ragnarok... You've got the uh, circus clowns. You've got the ringmaster. It's the circus from, uh, clowns. The photos Ross. of those bloody yeah. circus. Yeah, even seeing okay, Frost yeah. from Aliens yeah. in it, I'd already seen the photos of the circus clowns. It's like, no, I'm not yeah. going near it. I'm not going near Seventh right. Doctor at the circus. Because you've also got werewolf in it. You could judge oh, them. Yeah. Oh, so um, this could be a multi-adversary you've, you've, yeah, you've, tale. You've got a, a, a racist colony, colonial. Colony. Um, Colony. Colonial. Yeah, someone with a colon. Um, T.P. McKenna is it? Yeah, this this would be interesting. I I honestly don't know what you'll make of this one. It tends to be a bit of a Marmite one. Well, as I say, not seen it. I haven't bought it yet, so in a minute I've got to go onto Amazon and order it. Um, So, yeah, so maybe more than one adversary to uh, vote on next time okay and um I, I i can't wait for your opinion on on i think it's only a three-part of this one on the last episode right and sylvester mccoy's performance oh and no he's not he's not breath. he's not being irritating the again spoons come out. no oh, yeah. are we going to be spooning next week I think so. Yeah, he. Uh, there's there's a sequ- there's an interminable like ten minute sequence where he has to entertain these these oh. gods, and he it, it's Sylvester McCoy doing his basically oh, his stage acts. No. So it depends on your mileage as to whether you find Sylvester McCoy amusing doing it. I've got to be in the right mood for this, yeah. haven't I? Oh my! I think goodness. you might need. Uh, are you because it's your birthday this week? Are you going to uh, get any drink? Because uh, it might be worth. I if will you get be drinking whiskey, copiously yeah. from from Thursday. Yeah. Uh, but it's only three episodes, you say? I think it's only a three-parter, yes. That's handy, because if I order it now, I, I'm, I, if I try watching any of it on my birthday, I won't remember oh, it. Um, no. so to that be fair, me... that's probably the best bet. Yeah. Well, that basically leaves me Friday yeah. 
Um, we're away, aren't we, at the Blake Seven Convention yes. at the weekend, yeah. and that then leads me the Monday and Tuesday, and we're going to record on the Tuesday, just as yeah. well. It's three episodes then. Yes, well, right. I mean, suppose um, we we could download it onto our phone and, and sit and watch it at the convention. Yeah, but we'd be that, throwing that all, up chillish, all over the place, yeah. and that's not yeah. fair on that village hall, is it? Yeah, that's not fair, no. Oh, all right, okie doke. All right then. Well, yeah, see you folks in a week, and let's see what I thought of yeah. it then. All right, yeah. you might you might love it, and uh, it'll be your new favourite. From everything you've been saying, I am, <laughs> I ain't, am I? No. No. All right. Okay. All right then. See you then, Ian. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Ian. Bye. Bye.